Hey world, what's going on? It's your boy Titus Peoples, and we are back with yet another episode of When Discussion Strikes After Eight Goddamn Months. <laughs> I've been busy, y'all, but thank you for being patient. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to Ultimate Class TV. If you're watching at home, thank you. And if you're listening to this on Spotify and wherever podcasts can be heard, I appreciate you. But today, Queens get the money. Yes, sir. I'm in here with somebody from Queens. Queens, Queens is in the <laughs> building. Like, you know what I mean? I'm still working on getting Queens flip on this show, but, like, you know what I mean? I still got my man from Queens in the building. Yeah, we're here. We're Sports here. writer, yeah. filmmaker, mm-hmm. probably made one of the best documentary I've seen on hats before in my entire life. Yes, sir. Now that I think about it, <laughs> the only documentary of hats I've ever seen in my life. Being on is in the building. Being on was good, Brody, bro. How you doing, man? I'm grateful. You know, I'm grateful for uh, another life. You know, you know, from the man above, of, of course. You know, grateful for my family, my friends, and Ty. This is official right here. You know, I got, I got the camera looking at me. You bro, know, uh... being on. As long as you know me, I've been an official nigga. Like you know that. Oh, I can't even say that because moms might be watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't be crazy because moms hey, might be that watching. That is it. That is it. Moms, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, my boy? Not much. I. Recently received my bachelor's in journalism at your college on Jamaica, Queens. So mm, that was... Black men in journalism. Talk, <laughs> talk. That was a nice feeling. That was, that, was, that was a nice feeling because, like, after film school, I wanted to um, prove, you know, prove to myself that I could, you know, that I could achieve great things in school because when I was younger, I was, you know, I was very stubborn and egotistic. Uh, I wasn't really listening. You know, I was getting this bad grade, chasing girls in the hallways. You know, just doing bad things. But hey, we got the degree, mama. We did it. <laughs> well, not yet. We're not done yet. Yeah, we're not done yet. Not bro. at all. But like, yo, you just spoke about it. You're into sports writing. How did you get into sports writing, brother? Yeah. So I grew up um, in a sp- fr- I grew up in a sports family. Um, Haitian. You know. <laughs> so <clears throat> my dad, my uncle, and my cousin, they all played soccer. Soccer is very prominent in my family. I would say when I was like ten or like uh like yeah, ten or eleven years old I started playing basketball. So so I started playing basketball with my cousins, you know, obviously I call them, you know, my brothers and my sisters, you know, because we very close. And so <laughs> so I would write stats in my notebook, just 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 write points, rebound, um, assists, and I would, you know, I would, I would write the stats on the games that's playing live, and mm. I would, like 2K, I would insert my player versus a Kobe versus LeBron versus a Tracy McGrady, I don't know why I was doing it, but it seemed fun, um, and also I was uh, I was writing WV matches on my notebook, just, just writing matches, just writing uh, what type of um, storylines that Vince have to do for this, you know, for this champ this championship match <laughs> but yeah man sports um yeah sports is, has been huge in my family so uh I, so i feel like it was it was the right call and i call this like the second half of my life you know um just just second half of your second life are you crazy yeah crazy Nah, but like, yo, that's good though, man. Black men in sports journalism. We need more, y'all, brother. Please, yeah. please. But like, yo, <clears throat> tell us about your favorite experiences growing up in Queens and how it shaped you into who you are, brother. Queens, uh, let me Queens say this. All right. 
there's a lot of ways to make money, right? Queens. Everybody make money, Queens. Like don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't 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 get that messed up. Everybody, you know, have their, you know, everybody um have this feel that they, you know, that they're great at. Um, you know, so but like uh growing up in like Queens, you know, it just uh you know, uh, playing you know playing basketball from like eight in the morning to like eight at the nighttime. Then coming home, then we doing it all over again. You know, um, mm. you know, like running, you know, like running after like the you know girls and stuff like that. Like the running after the shorties. Queens, I have I have a lot of stories, man. Um, I just don't want to take too much of your time. But um, so Queens, what it has done for me, it, you know, it shaped me to to become a better man because like. You know, if you survive in Queens, survive in NY, you could survive anywhere else. That's a fact. Survive anywhere else, man. You just you just got stay you got you got stay out the way, and obviously you gotta know people along the way because you know that can help you in the right. long run. Shady feel. <laughs> yeah, I be out there sometimes. I be knowing. I know. Look, I got some homies out there in Queens. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Nah, but like yo. You ain't got one on today, but the fitted hats, man. Like, yo, when I met Beanon, he was a hat. Yo, he had, like, over, like, 300 hats, bro. Like, different <laughs> flavors, different colors. Yeah, yeah, Fitteds yeah. I ain't never seen before. To the point where, like, he made a documentary on his hats. Bro, talk to them about the hat documentary, man. So the hat documentary started, uh, I would say, our our first year, like, in... um. And DFA, um, actually, so, uh, you know, I came up with the idea. I was like, let me just talk about the stories of my favorite hat. Because uh, at the time, like Tyler was talking about, I, I did have about, like, 300 hats. Um, I basically sold most of it to, you know, charity. And then I gave it to my mom so she could give um, give it to my family members in Haiti. So, um, therefore, so me and um, <laughs> my very wonderful classmate and um, friend, uh, Ms. Zaha, Zaha was was the one that shot those beautiful um, film for me. You know, it just me and you know dissecting where I brought the hat and talk about you know talk about the negative and the aspect, but it's not really no negative you know uh, stories about hats. But for me, yeah, it well, all right. So it was this one time actually on Jamaica, and I wanted to customize my you know my Yankee brim, my gray brim, and. Mm. So I was going to like different spots so they could put my name on, on like the side of it. I'm not gonna lie to this side. I took an L, right? So I said, you know, just write my first name and write maybe the last name of my initials. All right. I had a gray brim with like um side patches on the left side and on the right hand side. Now, listen, came by like almost one hundred something. So that kinda hurt me, man. And uh, I don't have that hat anymore. Dang, he kept it? No, it kind of get, uh, it kind of, well, it got lost on the train, so uh, not really, you know, let's talk about that, man. So oh, it was, yo. It was, it was, yeah, it was a sad day, Tyler, because that was, you know, because that was my favorite hat, because it had the Haitian logo and then it had my name on it. Mm. So it was very important to me. And I definitely lost it. I, I actually lost it in the sewer going to DFA, bro. <laughs> not the sewer. Yo, yeah, bro. <laughs> so yeah, you went to film school. So, what's your passion for film, man? Talk to me about your passion for film. All right, so still to this day, my favorite teacher 
is my English teacher in the high school that I had for three years in high school, Miss Carrasco. I, I got to give you a shout out and also got to visit you. I'm very sorry for not visiting. But anyway, so every Wednesday we had um, film class with um, a gentleman. His name was Mr. Swift, and we would use, like, those flip cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every Wednesday we would film just, like, short films, just, like, um, short stories about, like, two minutes, you know, um, I'll say, like, uh, 50 seconds and stuff like that. So that really got me intrigued, and she's the one that actually, like, pushed. She was like, you know, at the time I didn't really knew what I wanted to do, like, in high school. You know, I was, you know, I was playing basketball, but, you know, it wasn't. Um, I mean, basketball was important to me, but, like, at the time they changed the – I want to say like the um, like the passing and the failing rule because when I was a freshman in high school, it was they changed it to you know um, if you fell two classes you were off the team. If you fell one class, you just automatically off the team. So before you know like my I would say my freshman year, I made the like I made the ball team, but like <laughs> the report card came out like a day before the, the 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 first day of the full practice as a team. And I was off the team. And after that, I was like, is this, um, this is probably going to happen. It's, um, it's going to be a cycle every year for me. Just, you know, um, and like I said from before, my head wasn't straight like in high school. But, like, so back to that story of filming, um, you know, I really enjoyed it. You know, just making short films, just making Halloween's um, shorts and, and, you know, and just making some comedies, um, some, you know, like something like uh, like a, like a rush hour. You yeah. Know, uh, and stuff like that. So <clears throat> I wanted to become an actor. When I got to film school, I found out yeah, acting wasn't for me. Um because <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. because you know, like the actors that we had in our school, you know, it was it was you know, they took it serious, man. It was it was bro, like a they took it too serious. Bro. It was like a little bit too serious. But yeah. But that sorry, uh yeah, sorry to cut you off, but that I see <laughs> got me going in a different direction, which is directing. Mm, okay. Directing okay. films, which I do love. You know, I love, you know, hiring, you know, the models, the actors, you know, getting the getting the costumes for the uh for the films, you know, that's the yeah, that's probably my best attributes about filming. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Yo, Mr. Sports right now, I got some sports questions. The NBA season is almost in full swing, man. Yes. Like, we getting it, we getting it. Bro, what teams you think look good? Pause. <laughs> pause, pause. <laughs> I got teams Warriors is always a threat um, if they have you know like the I, I'll say like one of the best trios in NBA history they won four championship rings together um, Jamon Green Clay, and you already know Steph so Warriors is always a dangerous team Lakers obviously you know Bron Bron you know Bron being the GOAT um, uh, greatest of all time greatest man. of all time and we got to talk about the Nuggets. Nuggets just won the NBA champion, so I'll be a fool to not talk about them. And it's an early, early prediction, but you're going to hear it first. Oh, Live. When discussion strikes. When discussion aye, strikes aye. with Todd's people. Have Denver Nuggets repeating as NBA champions. Oh, nah. If that happens, if man. that happens, bro, y'all heard it man. first. No <laughs> sports analyst has ever said that. Listen, man. Y'all heard it first on when discussion strikes. Y'all going to have to cut me in on all y'all bet money. I need like a dollar from all y'all bet money if that happened. So I could cut my boy Bean on with some ah, bread, too. Yes, yeah, you ah. already know. I right, bet so sports writers also face controversy. Yeah. Sometimes like, you might say something a little crazy about a player. So, like, 
How do you think a sports writer should handle that? I feel like a sports writer or just anybody in that like in that field, um, you're supposed to come with facts, right? You're supposed to talk to the um, to the players, to the coaches, to the executive, or even to the NBA commissioner, because things get blown out of proportion and you know you say one bad thing or two bad things they're gonna take all that negative aspect of that sentence but they're not gonna take the positive yeah yeah yeah. that's what we do in film right we oh, we yeah. cut we edit oh man um but um yeah but sports definitely like you you gotta come with the facts uh because they somebody is gonna fact check you anyway so Word. So yeah, make yeah. sure y'all facts is right, man. You don't want that. <laughs> you don't Word. want that at all. Well, because these sports fans will definitely correct you in the comments. He did not score 63. It was 64 with two assists. Like some dumb shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, Queens, home of some, you know what I mean, hoopers and stuff like that. So, like, who's your favorite player from Queens, bro? Ooh, uh, and I'm talking about any sport. It could be an NFL player, basketball player. Like, who's your favorite baller? Like in general. Skip to my loop. Mm. Rafael Austin. Rafael Austin. Tyus, you know about him. I we know. My and one. We talk about street ball. Yes, yes. This guy made a living. You know, dribbling. You know, what I'm saying like dribbling the ball left to right, and then just playing with it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. spinning it, you know, like off his fingers and Word. stuff like that. Like, yeah. For us, like, we didn't really... We got the... <clears throat> we got the proper way of playing basketball, but we didn't really know the different side of playing basketball. Yeah, so, like the street ball. Yeah, exactly. You got the street ball. You got the professor, the hot sauce, uh, um, Bones, right? What was his name? Bones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you had uh, Mr. Skip to my Lou. Yo, on, bro, man. that... I'm gonna be honest with you. I ain't even know Skip was from Queens. You ain't know that? I ain't know that. Oh, he went to Benjamin Cardoza High School, bro. Oh, yeah, he attended that school. Word. Hey, like hey, you know, <laughs> every day, man. Like you know. And you know, Dozo. Uh, I believe you went to Rice, right? Rice or Lincoln? Uh, Rice High School or no? Cool. You. Yeah, I went to Rice. So Dozo, you know, Dozo yeah, played. Yeah, shout right, out, man. shout out, Rice. Man. <laughs> shout All out Rice. Rice niggas, man. You already know what it is, bro. You already know what this is. Yo, so in the so the NBA players, yeah, they come out. Some of them got the worst drip. Some of them got the best drip. Who you think is the NBA player with the best drip? Like you know, what I mean, like he flee every time you see him. Mm. To be honest, is uh, shy like shy. I mean, there's a few. Um, I could say like Bron, you know, like Bron be having that feel. Like you know, what I'm saying, don't get it. You know, like don't get it messed up. Like yo, Bron put that shit on. Yeah, Bron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yo, Bron, like, yo, listen, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna take your word for it. Like you know. Yeah, I feel like Shaw is the bad dresser right now. If you you know if you talk about fits, like you know like from like head to toe drip. Yeah, it's 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 definitely Shaw Alexander from um OKC. Oh, okay, okay. Shout out to OKC. Like, <laughs> Shout out OKC. And also OKC, you know, two of my favorite players, well, three of my favorite players play there. Rusbrook, Durant, and Carmelo. Carmelo just retired. He played 19 seasons. And um, I just wish, you know, he played one more. I just wish he was on um, Lakers. Lakers, you know, playing with Bron. That's the man. That would be crazy. That would have been be crazy, crazy, man. Should run it back. But it's yeah. all good. So the NBA has been known for their crazy trades and unpredicted 
things that they do. Like, yeah. so, bro, what was the craziest trade that had you like, nah, that's OD? <sighs> Listen, man. Uh-oh. Discussing this still kind of upset me. Um, KD leaving OKC going to Golden State Warriors. Mm. That's my favorite play. I want him to stay with Russ and run it back maybe a few more years, and then we're going to see how everything went. But Golden State, like the year before, they just lost to Cavs in Game 7, right? So that was Cleveland's first championship since since, uh, Cleveland Browns. So that was about like 50 years ago, right? So KD joined the 73-win team. 73 and 9. Or, hey, don't call me on that. But, no, I might be wrong. But uh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't really like it. And then uh, Stephen A. Smith, he said that was the worst, the worst trade. Uh, yeah, he said that was the worst trade of a of, of an NBA superstar. Mm. So, um, and then, you know, and then Braun took his talent to South Beach. Everybody yeah. remember that. Yeah, you know? everybody knew that. Everybody was using that as like a quote. Oh, I'm about to take my talents to South Beach. <laughs> everybody was saying that dumb shit. I mean, to be honest, nobody wanted to play for Cavs because it's a small market team. So, Damon Lillard, he has the same problems, right? Because he's trying to attract players to come to Portland Trailblazers. But at the same time, who's going to come to play with Damon Lillard? Like, don't like. Don't get messed up, guys. Like, Damian Lillard is one of the best players, one of the best point guards. He can shoot those threes. But who will be willing and who will be willing and who is another NBA superstar that would be willing to play with Damian Lillard? We, that, that question is still, you know, uncertain and it's still... <sighs> yeah, man. Like, still not going to happen, man. But so, Damian Lillard, he just, he just requested a trade to Miami. Oh, so Miami Heat, so um, Miami could possibly win the NBA championship, but the thing is, they're they just so he requested a trade. Maybe I say like the middle of July, and and it's still not um, happening. And I don't know, uh, I don't know what's wrong with that, you know, you know, situation because Dame has been the best player for Portland. You know, yeah. um, he's he's probably the goat over there. He played there 11 years. She lead in every statistics category That's crazy. for the franchise. It's crazy. He's a the, franchise player. Yeah, yeah. he's a franchise player. And the team won't, you know, they won't um, approve of his trade. And I don't know why. I don't know what, you know. Because they trying to keep him because they know once the bag go, it's like, yeah, bro. it's over. Yeah, bro, it's... y'all going to have to get the janitor to play. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't lose the money. Bro. Oh, man. But, like, yo, listen, man, like, there's a lot of great sports documentaries, 30 for 30 and yeah, all that other good stuff. Word, word. Like, yo, what is your favorite sports documentary? Sports documentary, I... So, from the top... Yeah, so from the top of my head, I do, like, the Run on Test one. Yeah. Uh, it dropped, like, uh, you know, like, uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, the Run on Test one. Yeah, uh, I believe it was, it was on HBO or Showtime. Um, so it just basically just um, talking about his life and he, him making that transition from being Ron Test to the name that we know him now. Yeah, Made a world peace. peace. <laughs> My boy got a superhero name. Oh man, y'all. But like, yo, listen. That's so crazy. Being on. Yes, where sir. can the people find you at, my boy? They can find me at Instagram, Twitter, as Being on Relax. It's spelled B E A N O N, Relax. My YouTube is Being on TV. 
we're gonna get more clips on there i promise you um man this uh this has been an amazing opportunity and i'm very grateful <laughs> grateful yo, for this mr titus know, peoples man. mr titus peoples man yo listen so y'all know where y'all can find me at I am Titus Peoples across the board, like Ultimate Class TV. Please like and subscribe to Ultimate Class TV. If y'all don't do nothing else before the year's over, bro, I wrote a book. If y'all want to get your creativity going, man, screenwriting done right, man. Like, it's an e-book, book, man. Please it's an e-book. It's calm. Yeah. It's easy. Congrats on that, too. Yo, thank you. Being on <laughs> yo, bro, man. Like, I took some time out my schedule to get on my author yeah. shit. Like, you know? How like, was that process? Bro, it was... Pretty cool, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Straightforward, man. Like, you know, man, like, these fingers don't stop typing, bro. Nah, nah, they don't. Nah, bro, <laughs> they don't. And and that's our show for the evening, man. Being on in the building, tightest peoples. And this was when discussion strikes after eight long months. I'll be back, yo. Talk to y'all later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>